I am a night owl through and through. Like I've tried to fight it. I've tried to be a morning person, you know, be the early bird that gets the worm. You know, I've tried. I keep trying and nothing's working. You know, I, I try to drink coffee in the morning. I try to drink matcha, you know, get caffeine in me. I try to do, um, I listen to Huberman, uh, and Andrew Huberman. He's a scientist that has a podcast and he talks about you get sunlight first thing in the morning and it will update your circadian rhythm. It will set your internal clocks to the point where you... 16 hours later, you're going to get sleepy. The other hormones that are supposed to be, that are supposed to start fading in your body, you know, like the sleepy hormones, they start fading faster once you get that sunlight in. And then they start to come back. They start to get it released 16 hours later, around 16 hours later, so that you can fall asleep. And if you're not getting sunlight first thing in the morning, then you're almost like sabotaging yourself to have good sleep, you know? And you got to do that for a couple of days to really feel like the, the difference. Like from this day that you start, three days later, you do that and you'll feel the difference. Like, oh, Monday, I didn't feel good. And then now it's Thursday, Friday. And now you feel good and energized throughout your day. A week later, two weeks later, you definitely feel a difference. You definitely feel much better in how good like you feel throughout the day. And I think I think it's a great thing, you know. Being able to like learn that from a podcast and then apply it to your everyday life. Like I've been trying to apply it now for the past couple of days. <laughs> Fucking granted, like I'm not waking up the earliest, you know. Um, I work at night, so I'm waking up around noon at the earliest, you know, noon to like two o'clock in the afternoon. That's usually when I get up, which is bad, I know. but. It's fucking 3.20 in the morning right now. 3.20 a.m. Why the fuck am I awake right now? I'm recording a podcast. I've been trying to record for the past 20 minutes. But I went down this Instagram, Facebook, X rabbit hole right now. Just seeing what the fuck was on there. For no fucking reason. I the Same thing that's always fucking on there. There's nothing on there. Nothing of value is on there that will benefit my life immediately. Uh, I'm just looking for the fucking dopamine drip. Really, like that's that's all I'm looking for. And um there's yeah, again, there's nothing of value on there that will benefit me in the long run, you know? You know, maybe I learned something from a post, but who the fuck is making that post, you know? The things I'm learning about are, the main things I'm learning about are from fucking podcasts like Huberman. I learned a lot from fucking Huberman because he's actively doing the fucking research and finding 
other people that have already done the research and are currently doing research on the things he's talking about. So for instance, doing a cold plunge, doing, no, I think necessarily doing saunas. And I think cold plunge, I think doing the combination of the both are, it's more recent like studies, but doing sauna three to four times a week lowers your mortality or lowers all mortality by like 30% or something like that. Uh, I could be off on the numbers for sure, but I know that it, you know, just doing the sauna three, four times a week, it lowers all cause mortalities by a significant amount. I'm, I think it's 30%. Could be wrong. I don't know. Let me look it up real quick. So sauna lowers all right so i'm gonna go to hubermanlab.com which is his website all right so there is not necessarily saying like a percentage but for uh cardiovascular health i'm just read you the paragraph so regular use of sauna can improve cardiovascular health found that through regular use of sauna, participants reduce their risk of cardiovascular events slash stroke that led to death. This paper found that increasing the frequency and length of sauna sessions subsequently decreased the long-term risk of cardiovascular disease. Further, the, sauna, the use of sauna has been studied by other clinical groups and positively correlated with a reduction in all-cause mortality a catch-all term referring to death from any cause. So he has a link here. The thing I didn't read is L-A-U-K-K-A-N-E-N space E-T space A-L. It's a link uh, to BMC Medicine, which um, no, he's citing the, the research here. So it's um, sauna bathing is associated with reduced cardiovascular mortality and improves risk prediction in and improves risk prediction in men and women. How, what the heck? Risk prediction. A prospective cohort study. Uh, uh, whatever it is. Well, it's true. Like it is improving your cardiovascular health reason why it elevates your heart rate significantly you get into a hot sauna and your heart rate goes to like 70 80 percent of what it's usually at and you're just sitting there in the fucking heat and it forces your body to release these Heat shock proteins, which help with recovery, help with growth hormones. But it's simply just using that, just using the sauna to improve your health. And then you can also use the ice bath, which does the kind of the opposite effect, but also benefits you, um, your health wise as well, cardiovascular, your Again, your body is now being forced to warm itself up where 
the sauna is being forced to cool itself down. So now in turn, it releases cold shock proteins, which also help with recovery help with your cardiovascular system to help improve you as a whole. You know, you're improving your cardiovascular health, your mood is the biggest thing I think people get out of it. Being able to regulate yourself in the cold plunge to where you can regulate your breath through breathing exercises, it'll force you to become good at breathing exercises because if you lose your shit in there, you will jump out and you you won't last in the cold plunge. You guys will fucking hurt yourself. You fucking pass out if you're if you're hypervalent hyper god damn. If you're hypervalent what? What? Hyperventilating? If you're hyperventilating in the cold plunge, like you can hurt yourself and you fucking you might fucking make yourself pass out. Might make yourself, I don't know, fucking, I don't, I don't even know. But if you lose your shit in there, you won't last. That's probably the biggest thing. Like you won't last. You won't gain the health benefits from it, which is what you're mainly needing to do. Is the whole point of it is to gain health benefits from it. And it's something I've been trying to do trying to implement into my life it's it's i'm finding it being difficult of course i sleep too much work too much i mean i barely have time to do this podcast i mean look at the time i'm recording it's 3 30 in the morning i don't have much time for anything really so when will i make time well, i would fucking make time you know I, I i would wake up earlier that i can do this so that then i can exercise and then so that i can do or go about my day whatever it is i'm that i'm doing i think uh it'll be an amazing way to start the day you know wake up get some sun in my eyes at the same time doing the cold plunge you know outside i think that would be great but how do i go about doing that that's the biggest question because you know, investing in a machine that can stay cold is going to be difficult because they cost so much fucking money. Good ones cost so much money. And then there's like just machines that keep the water cold and you keep it clean, like a pool. You know, you add product in there. And then there's machines where that it circulates the water in there. What I've heard, I haven't done a cold punch, but what I've heard is that after a minute, your body with the water develops a thermal layer, meaning you're still, the water is still, and so the temperature from your skin to the like millimeters or centimeters in front of your skin the temperature of that water is mitigated by the temperature of your skin the temperature of your body to the rest of the water 
but with the water circulating, that thermal layer cannot develop. And so it becomes cold as fuck. It becomes cold as when you initially went in with no thermal layer. Instead of developing a thermal layer, you stay cold the entire time instead of getting used to it. Which is what I want to do. That's what I want to invest in. And my God, does it does it seem like a fucking scary, daunting thing to do. Like, I'll reach into coolers to grab a soda, and I can't grab the cooler. Sorry, I can't grab, like, the soda or the water fast enough, and, like, the, the cooler is full of water and full of ice. And I'm, like, searching and through, like, through the ice, through all the other shit that's in there. And I'm like, God, fucking damn, like, this shit hurts. It hurts, and I can't keep my hands inside the damn cooler of ice. How the fuck am I going to keep my whole body inside of it? Inside of the ice bag? Like, how how am I going to do that? Like, it fucking hurts. Like, it actually hurts. And I think I'm just going to have to, like, get used to it. You know, I'm just going to have to force myself. And I'm already like fucking scared because like my hands being in a fucking cooler of ice water, like that already hurts. And I'm like, fuck, how am I going to get through this? How? Who knows? Who fucking knows, man? But then there's also a way of doing it. I'm already taking cold showers for the most part. I start off with warm water and then I move it to the cold um, to make it a little bit easier. But, like, I'm already noticing, like, the differences in that. Because it is the winter right now, and I'm showering at night, so it's a little colder. I'm noticing the differences in that, or the things that, like, Andrew Huberman talks about, or, like, Joe Rogan talks about, in that you have to dunk your head in, like, the very first thing. Because if you go slowly to your neck, and then you don't ever dunk your head in like you run into the possibility and it, it is probably going to happen that you get like headaches later because all the heat rushed to your head and it wasn't expelled from your head and so you run into the instead of it helping you you run into problems with headaches with probably migraines things like that instead of having the great dopamine rush that you should be having if you had dunked your head in at the very at the very beginning to expel all the heat from your body well not all the heat but to expel the excess heat from your body so it doesn't sit in your head so it's it doesn't build in your head which is literally what you said like you people who submerge their body into the water up until their neck experience like massive headaches later in the day versus people that dunk their head in very first thing or at least your face like it'll mitigate those headaches that could possibly arrive and i think that was cool just one little thing and then i noticed that in the fucking shower i noticed that in the shower like i i switch it over to the cold like i'm in the warm water like pretty pretty warm water and I switch it over to the fucking cold. Nothing but cold. Nothing but cold. 
you know, and I leave, I don't put my head under water. I leave the water running from like my shoulders, my neck down, like, like it hitting my back. And then I stand there for a little while, you know, kind of just breathing. And then I can feel my head like immediately kind of starting to like build pressure and, and starting to hurt. And I'm like, fuck, I'm like, I need to dunk my head in. So I dunk my head in to the running water and now I have to like really fucking focus on how I'm breathing because this water is fucking cold. And after like a minute or two, like I can feel that initial pressure, that initial heat from that was building in my body. Like I can feel it starting to go away. I'm like, fuck, like, I, I guess I got to start with, you know, my head. My head is the first thing that's now underneath the running cold water. As soon as I switch it over, my head's on the running cold water. And so that's what I'm using. So I don't know. Take with that what you will. Maybe you can implement this in your life. If anything, I highly suggest you listen to Huberman Lab. Um, Joe Rogan. You can listen to, to to Joe Rogan. He has good advice because he does this stuff. But if you want to hear the science behind it, if you want to hear the actual studies behind it and like look into it yourself, I highly suggest Huberman and his podcast because he is explaining who are the people and the researchers that are doing the actual work. And then he is relaying the information to his audience and then he is actually doing the things that he's talking about and that he's researching um so he has episodes dedicated to the importance and like how caffeine affects your body and how you can use it as a tool to help you so very first thing a lot of people do is wake up and make a cup of coffee, which is something you should not be doing. You should wait at least an hour, three hours before you have your first sip of caffeine. Reason why is because you're waking up and your sleepy hormones that I mentioned earlier, they're still in your body. And caffeine acts as this blocker for the like the enzymes that are catching those hormones or maybe they're in I don't even know what they are. They they might be enzymes. I don't fucking know. Let's go with the sleepy hormones. Where the things that are taking away the sleepy hormones or the enzymes, whatever they are, I don't know what they are. This is why I'm suggesting you go listen to Huberman. Your body's trying to get rid of all that. That makes you sleepy, but the caffeine acts as a blocker. And so now those sleepy hormones are sitting, just circulating in your body until the caffeine runs out. Until your the, your body processes the, that caffeine, those hormones, those enzymes or whatever are circulating in your body, just sitting there. And so now you feel sleepy you feel 
worn down midday later a little later in the day because now the caffeine is starting to wear off and now your body is catching those hormones again it's starting to process those hormones again that it should have processed in the morning when you woke like right after you woke up but it wasn't able to process them in the morning because the caffeine came in and blocked them from being mitigated from from being uh taken away or whatever so why, that's why you have those crashes. That's why you have the caffeine crash. And that's why you feel like you need more in the afternoon. But that's even worse because caffeine, I think, sits in your body for like 15 hours before it fully processes. Not great, you know. Not great for me either. I just fucking drink caffeine like at midnight. <laughs> I, I should have drank a cup of coffee. But it's helping me stay awake for this episode, for you know me recording this. But... Yeah, I probably shouldn't drink this fucking coffee, but whatever. But yeah, you know, he explains things like that. How to use caffeine to boost energy, boost, you know, production levels in the sense that wait an hour, at least an hour, hour and a half, ideally three hours before you drink any sort of caffeine so that you can get the most amount from it. And so that you don't get the uh, midday withdrawals that you would from caffeine. And then he has things like how to promote testosterone in men. And then how women have more testosterone than they have, than they have estrogen, you know. Which is something that was surprising to me. Like, I didn't know that fact, you know. women naturally have more testosterone than they have estrogen but it is still something that is normal you know it's not necessarily weird that it there's more it, that's just how it works and um one of the most recent episodes um with uh november 13th um the episode is called dr natalie crawford female hormone health fertility and vitality which is an episode that I want to listen to because I don't know shit about women's bodies, you know? Like, how the fuck does um, hormones work for women, you know? Um, what is egg freezing and, like, what it, egg quality, you know? Or, like, I, I, what he's heard, like, he's talked about, like, in, in other episodes. Um, one of the episodes that I listened to, I think it's the one right before this, is, um, yeah, Dr. Michael Eisenberg. Uh, improving male sexual health function and fertility from November 6th. So yeah, like at what age does like sperm become not as good of quality? And like if you're having kids at 40 years plus, like your your sperm health is not as good from when you were in your 20s, of course. So you probably shouldn't be having kids at that age because they might come out fucking stupid or something <laughs> that's literally what they like kind of wanted to say but like they they're obviously professionals they're not gonna say it that way but um yeah sperm quality is not great you know the older you get and then you have uh testosterone levels you have like obesity 
playing of like all these things playing a factor and then you have the thing of the saunas being like a major health benefit to your cardiovascular system but is a downfall in sperm quality of course you shouldn't have heat like a lot of heat on your fucking balls but how do you mitigate that if you're using the um sauna then Huberman says like he uses like a cold pack like he'll put a cold pack on his nuts whenever he goes into the sauna and I think the the doctor Dr. M- Michael Eisenberg I think he mentioned something like that like yeah like that would work to go into the sauna with uh an ice pack on your balls um I think he might have said something else but I can't remember what it was and then they talk about um like sperm like literally like putting your sperm into a bank if if not into actual bank but like a sp- actual sperm bank um if you think you're going to have kids later in life you know don't you know don't wait till like you're 45 and like have kids naturally like save your sperm like when you're in your 20s 30s and then if you're, you know, you're fucking 50 years old, and fuck, I don't know why you would be wanting to have kids at 50 years old, but let's say you are wanting to have kids at 50 years old. You have sperm from when you were 35, fucking ready to go. And so now you have the quality of sperm when you were 35, and you're able to use it when you're 50. You know, you don't don't fucking use 50, 50-year-old sperm, bro. Fucking use a 35-year-old sperm. It's way fucking better. You know, so it's things like that, and then like there's so many fucking like you can go down the fucking line of episodes of, uh, I'm gonna just scroll down pretty far. Uh, let's fucking you know keep scrolling. One more. Um, oh shit, I I, I already reached there and fuck never mind. Alright, let's go halfway. Um, um, no, let's go to the one I I. I've talked about this again, uh, this one. Yeah, using caffeine to optimize mental and physical performance. There was the one for alcohol where he talks about how alcohol is literally fucking poison to the human body. Like your body has to process alcohol like four or five fucking times. And one of the times it processes it into ethanol, which is literally flammable. A fucking flammable thing. Like, your body cannot process that. So, it has to keep making it into something else. Which is fucking crazy to think. Like, I didn't know alcohol needed to get processed that many times. Because you're essentially drinking poison. Like, your body can't process it. So, it needs to change it into something else. So, here, this episode. uh, What alcohol does to your body, brain, and health. I'm going to read you the episode description. So, in this episode, I discuss the psychological effects that drinking alcohol has on the brain and, and body at different levels of consumption over time. Oh, and over time. also describe genetic differences that uh, predispose certain individuals to alcoholism, binge, and habit drinking. I explain alcohol metabolism in simple terms and how it effectively acts as a poison leading to cellular stress and damage. I then explain that it impacts neural neural function and changes our thinking and behavior. 
hallmarks of inebriation. I also discuss how alcohol consumption of different amounts impacts inflammation, stress, and stress, and neurodegeneration and cancer risk, and negatively impacts the gut microbiome, brain thickness, hormone balance, mood, and feelings of motivation. Additionally, I discuss the biology of hangovers that the and describe science-based strategies to mitigate the severity of a hangover. Since alcohol is one of the most widely consumed recreational substances, this episode ought to be of relevance to everyone. Indeed, even low to moderate alcohol consumption negatively impacts the brain and body in direct ways. The goal of this episode is to help people make informed decisions about their alcohol consumption that are in keeping with their the goal of this episode is to help people make informed decisions about their alcohol consumption that are that are in keeping with their mental and physical health goals. Okay, sorry. I was like, what that are in keeping? Okay, but I I need to just fucking finish the damn sentence. Alright, I'm definitely not that well read or spoken, but uh, I thought I was, but fucking every time I listen to Huberman, like I just sound like a like I just compare it to myself. You know, comparison is a thief thief of joy. That fucking it makes sense. It fucking makes sense because every time I listen to this guy, I sound like a fucking idiot whenever I start talking. You know, I'm I'm trying to explain. I'm trying to explain, you know, the the things I I I hear, you know, fucking, but it it, it doesn't make sense. I mean, they fucking like, I listen to it and I'm just like, um, yeah, that 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 thing, that fucking thing right there. But Huberman Lab to finish up this topic of of how amazing this podcast is. Uh, it is an amazing place to, um get information on how to improve your body, your health, your mind, your everything. You know, everything is connected with your mind and your body. And so you should treat it as such. What are the things you're doing that are improving your health? And then what are the things that are not improving your health? For me, um, this year, I in the beginning of the year, I got into alcohol. Literally, I like I started drinking alcohol this year, whereas before I never really drank alcohol. And now, the second half in the year, I slowed down with the consumption of alcohol because I was actually experimenting. Like the first half, like I got into alcohol because I was experimenting, and I spent that first half of the year experimenting on myself <laughs> with how my body reacts with alcohol, and. um I I didn't like it. I, I I still don't like it. I don't drink. You know, the last time I drank was, you know, my brother was here like a month ago, maybe like a month and a half ago. We drank Happy Dads and or Happy Moms, I think. But that's the last time I drink. And then I have the big ass bottle of Buffalo Trace right there. And fucking it looks good. It sounds good. And, and I'm like. You know, maybe, maybe I should drink, you know, maybe I should like say fuck my health for a day. I'm fucking weak, to be honest. If I'm being, if I'm, if I'm being fucking honest, like it's going to run me back a week. But maybe, maybe I should drink some for the entertainment of the podcast. You know, like I, two, two episodes so far, 
I've been drunk on the podcast. One of them, you guys don't, you, you have to listen to the podcast for me to like actually say it. Like I don't put it in like the description, I think, or like the podcast title, like with the, with the other one I did. Yeah. Like I, I want to drink for the entertainment purposes, you know? Um, but also like, do I really want to drink? Like, no, I don't. Like, I, I don't, I don't care for drinking. I've never have cared for drinking. You know, people, people are trying to like, what is the fucking peer pressure? There you go. Fucking people have tried to peer pressure me into drinking, but like, I don't care. Like, I, I honestly don't fucking care. Like, oh, you're being the party pooper. You're being so lame. You're being this, you're being that. And I'm like, hey, you remember how I drove you here? You still want me to drive you back? Yeah. Well, you should probably shut the fuck up before I leave you, bitch. <laughs> like, that's literally how I act. You know, like, you're you're drunk right now. Why don't you leave me the fuck alone? And I can enjoy my time here sober, which I can't. You know, I can enjoy myself while being sober. That's, I don't have to drink. That's the thing. Like, I don't, I don't have to drink for me to have a good time. Will alcohol improve the good time yeah for sure you know i'm not gonna lie to you like it'll improve conversation it'll improve the it, it will yeah just improve conversation it will release the like constant anxiety the um walls that everybody has on they'll bring them down so that everybody's a little loose a little a little bit more talkative a little bit more social you know of course it improves. It's a social lubricant for sure. But is it, is it enough to, is it enough for me to consume? No, it's not. Reason why is because I have to drink a lot for me to have those walls come down, for me to have the constant anxiety, the, that like the 30%, 50% level of anxiety I always have constantly that that i need to drink quite a bit for that to go away um, i'll be honest i really fucking do like having four drinks is not gonna cut it and that you're already four fucking drinks of whiskey in and you're still not like like you you still like have walls up like fuck at four drinks it's when they start to come come off two drinks one one two Two drinks, like I'm chilling, I'm good. Like I'm, the anxiety is starting to like taper off, right? Like I'm not too anxious anymore. Like I, like I'm not like stiff anymore. But three drinks in, I'm a little bit more talkative. Four drinks in, the walls are starting to come down. Like they're not down, bro. And like I'm gonna be honest, I've been like eight, ten drinks in, and I'm like good. I'm still having a good time, but. I'm still like aware of everything. Like I'm still there. Whereas like I start to see other people and like they're they're fucking drunk. Like they don't know what they're doing. But like I'm still act like I'm drunk, of course. Like I'm not gonna lie, I'm fucking drunk, but I'm still aware. I'm still not saying stupid shit. I'm still not doing stupid shit. I'm just having fun, you know? But is it worth it to me? No. It's not, you know, I've had the times where I'm drunk with friends or I've been high with friends and 
I'm gonna be fucking honest with you. I don't remember those times, nor do I care for them. Like I really don't. What I care about is the quality time together. That's literally what I care about. I care about spending time with my friends or spending time with family or whoever I'm spending time with that I care about. Like for me, being together is what's important. Unfortunately, a lot of people, like they care about being together, but also they care about the fucking alcohol. Like they need the fucking alcohol to be good, you know, to be like fun and active and like to have a good time. And I think having alcohol, like depending on alcohol, is what ruins the sober time. I really do. I really do think that. Like if if you have to drink, like you you're probably like a boring person sober. Unfortunately, you know, I, I hate to say it, but if you have to drink, you're probably a boring motherfucker in person sober so i don't know i don't know like i I don't know what to tell you other than that like you were you probably fucking suck i'm sorry i'm the one that has to tell you but somebody somebody had to tell you man so, somebody had to fucking tell you you fucking suck and um sometimes i think i suck you know in the sense that um literally everybody but me is drinking i've had those times where i'm the only one at this party, at this gathering, that is not drunk, that is driving, sober. There's, there's a lot of times where, like, you know, I'm leaving a party and then fucking everybody else is leaving a party. And then I was the only one who wasn't drinking. And I'm like, huh. But how many people are drunk right now that are about to drive home? Like, it's a lot of fucking people. It's a lot of fucking parties too, like like where people. I it's a lot of people where I don't even know. They're all driving home, drunk. You know, with kids, with their significant other, and I'm like, fuck, dude, like how the fuck are you guys so careless? That's one of the other major things about, you know, drinking, is because, it's always at like somebody else's house. Like I I never have people over at my house. First of all, I don't necessarily want people over at my fucking house, but the, the one of the reasons why I don't drink, like another reason on top of the other reasons is that I'm always the driver and I'm always at somebody else's house for a party, for a, whatever gathering it is. Uh, maybe it's just our friends hanging out, but they're drinking and I'm driving. You know, I'm driving, so I'm not going to drink. I'm not going to smoke. I'm not going to do anything. You know, I've been offered Coke a handful of times. I'm not going to do that either. You know, I'm going to drink Coca-Cola, you know, <laughs> that's about as close to Coke as I'm going to get, but I'm not going to do anything. I'm fucking, you want me to shoot a fuck? No. You want me to take a dip? Nope. It's just a vape. I don't give a fuck what it is. I'm not doing anything. You know, pass me a water bottle. Pass me a soda. Fucking pass me an apple juice, bro. Fucking that shit sounds good as fuck right now. Not alcohol, you know? But I'm always the fucking driver. It's one of the reasons why I don't drink and drive. The last time I uh, did that is in February. I think I already mentioned this in the previous episode, but I did that in February of this year. And um, I was here home 
at home at a party. And I was already drinking here because I'm home. Like the party's here at my house. And I'm going to drink because I'm drinking in my room watching like a stand-up special or something. I don't give a fuck. There's a party in my house, bro. It's my day off, bro. Fucking. I'm going to have a fucking half of drinks and enjoy my time in my room. I don't think anybody had yet showed up that I like really fuck with. Like, it's a bunch of family and friends, but like I don't really talk to them all that much. So I'm just kind of chilling in my room, doing my own thing. And then I get hit up by my friend. And, um, well, no, he, he had already told me, he already invited me to his party. And, um, he texts me like at seven, eight o'clock. He's like, Hey, you going to pull up to the party? And I'm like, yeah, I'll pull up in a little bit. And, um, I was debating whether I should go or not because I was already drinking. But, um, another mutual friend of ours texted me as well. I was like, Hey, are you, are you going to come? Which was like an hour later. Like he's like, I'm already here. And I'm like, fuck. Like he's there. Like I gotta go now. <laughs> you know? Like I didn't know who was gonna be there. Um, but now two people for sure that I know are there. And so I go, I'm like, fuck it, you know, I'm I'm good friends with both of them. I'm gonna go. So I get behind the steering wheel. I'm drunk already. I show up to the party drunk. And I I started drinking there at the party even more. I'm, I'm drinking tequila. I'm, I'm trying Fireball for the first time. Which I hadn't tried it before. I don't remember what the fuck it tastes like, but I, I was already drunk. I probably couldn't taste it either, but I'm drinking Casamigos. You know, I, I saw this TikToker. He fucking, he like goes to Sam, or not, not Sam's, Costco and like rates the, the alcohol that they have. He calls it Cacamigos, but I, I like Casamigos, at least the bottle that they had. I enjoyed that bottle. It tasted good, you know? But I like tequila. So I like whiskey and tequila. There's a my go-to's if I'm if I'm dude if I am drinking now at home. Um but yeah, I drove drunk to that party. And then one of the friends that was there, I didn't know he was there, but um another mutual friend of ours, he was, you know, tipsy. And, um, of course, he saw how much I was drinking, and then he needed a ride home to the other side of town. <laughs> Bro, I, I fucking drove... He drove himself to the other side of town. And his driving was good, you know? He was tipsy. He wasn't... Definitely wasn't as drunk as I was, but he drops himself off at work. Sorry, not at work. Fucking at home. He drops himself off at home. And the reason why is because I'm drunk and I'm in the car with him. I'm driving, or I'm driving, I'm riding passenger. And so now I'm, I got to drive home, you know? My friend was telling me to go back to the party, but I was like, no, I'm going to just go home. It's late as fuck, like 3, 4 in the morning. So now I'm driving across town, drunk. At three or four in the morning, you know, and I remember being on the freeway and you know thinking like how fucking irresponsible like I'm being right now, you know I started thinking about you know what if I crash and die right now? It's not even like the thing of 
who I'm going to leave behind is the thing of who am I going to take from this life if I crash into someone? You know, if I crash into a tree, well, fuck, I crash into a tree or something. But, you know, I skid off the road or, you know, if something happens to me, it happens to me. But what if, like, I pass out behind the steering wheel, I'm on the freeway, or let's say I'm on a regular road and I, like, I run a red light and I hit somebody, you know, because I passed out because I'm drunk and I take, like, somebody's kids from them. Or, you know, I take somebody's parents from them. And then nothing happens to me. You've heard those stories before. You've heard those fucking stories before. Like, drunk driver hits family, kills parents. Kids are now orphans. They're in critical condition. Drunk driver comes out with scratches. Like, that's happened before. And I'm like, fuck, what, is, what if that's me? And I get charged with manslaughter. And now some kids don't have their parents anymore. Or some parents don't have their kids anymore. You know? What if I have somebody in the car with me? And they die. Or they end up in critical condition or in the hospital. And I'm fine. Like, how the fuck am I going to live with myself if that happens? I don't think I could. Honestly, I don't think I could live with myself if, if I take somebody from this life. How do you live with yourself? I don't think I could. So that's the biggest reason why I don't do that anymore. A couple of months ago, I had a drink at a bar with my brothers, but the drink affected me quickly. Because I, I hadn't eaten that day. And it was like fucking 5 o'clock in the afternoon. I think like the only thing I had ate. It was like a, like a bag of chips. And that's about it. But um, I think like half a bag of chips to be honest. But then uh, that drink affected me. But then, you know, drinking water with it. Or lemonade with it. And then uh, eating like a big ass burger. Some good, like, it's a good, good fucking burger. And then some fries. And then wings. It was a good fucking day, to be honest. The road trip with the brothers. Restaurant. Head back home. Good day. But that's, like, the last time, like, I drank and then drove. But I only had one drink. And then we didn't leave, like, right away. We stayed there for a little while. By the time we left the restaurant, like I wasn't, I didn't even feel the alcohol anymore. So I'm like, oh, I'm good. And that's, I drove right after in a straight fucking line. You know, it's middle, it's like five, six o'clock in the afternoon during the summer. It's fine. You know, <laughs> like I'm fine. One drink, I think it was vodka at that, you know, like it's not really going to affect me all too much, especially now that I ate like a big ass meal and I drink a whole lot of lemonade for the sugar. So I'm up and then vodka is not down. I'm I'm pretty good, you know. But yeah, that's the last time I drank and drove or I didn't drunk drive. I don't think I was above the the legal limit. Because we, again, we were there for a little while, but I was good to drive. But yeah, that was the last time.
No, before that was in yeah February. With that, it's one of the reasons why I drive everywhere. It's an excuse to not drink. It's a good fucking reason to not drink too, because I be going places and like I get offered drinks, like nah, man, I'm driving. Like oh shit, you're responsible. I'm like yeah, it's the bare fucking minimum, but yeah, I'm responsible. You know. It's so easy to fucking not drink and drive. It's so easy to just be kind of responsible. You know, just being kind of fucking responsible. But yeah, I go everywhere. I'm offered drinks. I'm offered, like I mentioned, fucking Coke. Um, I'm offered all sorts of stuff. I should probably stop rolling around with these people and like being, <laughs> being around these certain type of people. But um, yeah, I'm offered stuff, mainly alcohol, mainly what? My people do, but yeah, good good excuse to say no. no I'm I'm driving. No, I'm not gonna do it. And then it's always fucking surprising hearing like, oh, you know, he oh oh he's responsible from all sorts of people, and I'm like, bruh, like it's the right thing to do. It's the bare fucking minimum thing to do. And it shouldn't be a fucking shock. It should not be surprising. Especially to you. Like, it's always like the the women in the family that are like, oh, he's not fucking... And I'm like, bro, your husbands should not be drinking and driving, you motherfuckers. And your fucking kids. Oh, like, he's drunk. He should not be doing that. But... Are these fucking beaners, man? <laughs> Are these fucking Mexicans? They don't give a fuck. Fucking, they've been drinking since fucking. They, bro, they fucking. All these fucking beaners, you know, they got fucking mom's titty in one hand, a beer in the other hand. Like that's how they were born, you know. That that's just how they roll, you know. Now it's just a beer in one hand and cigar in the other hand. Now it's not a mama's titty and a beer. That's a cigar and a beer. That's just the way they roll, man. Fucking, I don't know. I don't know. I just don't enjoy drinking. I really don't. Like, it's going fun sometimes, but... Sometimes. You know, with the right people. I think I think that's the biggest deal. And then I have to be home, you know? Like, I'm not going to drink in public anymore. You know, maybe maybe at a restaurant with my brothers, you know, maybe at a restaurant with um family. An occasion, you know. I fucking hate whenever you know just standing around in a circle or fucking sitting around in a circle and you're just drinking talking shit. And I'm like, this is boring as fuck. Like can we can we do something? Can we can we eat something? Like fucking what is the point of just standing around here drinking? You know, it's one of the reasons why I I leave the parties early. I leave parties early. Like I I'll show up late and then I'll leave right like an hour. Reason why is because everybody's just standing around talking, shooting the shit. Of course, it's fun, but everybody's drunk, so the conversation is okay. When everybody's drunk, like if if. If I showed up on time when everybody was getting there and everybody's starting to drink, 
and barely like loosening up and having conversations, then it would be cool. It'd be fun. But I'm showing up when everybody's drunk. Everybody's slurring their words. I already do that sober. I already fuck up my words sober. Like I, I, I cannot have it added even more so with alcohol. And I'm showing up to a hot mess. And I'm like, fuck this hot mess. I need to dip. I need to get out of here. What's my excuse? I got to go to work tomorrow. I got to go to work. It's one of the reasons also like I work so much. I have an excuse to not go to fucking family parties or not go to social gatherings or, you know, just being able to do my own thing. Literally, just being able to do my own thing. Um. Oh, I saw, I, I got to work. I can't drink. I got to drive home. Like, we're all driving home. You can go fuck yourself. I'm not going to drink. And then the thing of everybody else drinking beer. Like, I have a couple family members and and friends that, like, drink whiskey and alcohol and tequila and wine. Let's just say whiskey, alcohol, and tequila. Sorry. Like whiskey, vodka, tequila, wine, like the actual like liquors instead of like beer. Um, which I fucking hate beer. Like seltzers taste better and they have more alcohol. What the fuck is the point of drinking beer? I don't fucking understand the point of drinking beer. It's an acquired it says you can fucking suck the fucking fattest dick you can fucking find. There's no point to drinking beer. I get it. It's an acquired taste. Sure. You know what is a fucking acquired taste? Eight IPAs. Fucking 10% alcohol. Tastes like fucking sewage. They taste like fucking garbage. Alcohol tastes way better than IPAs, but that's in a fucking acquired taste. And I acquired that fucking taste for like a week or a month, however long I was drinking those IPAs. But I acquired that fucking taste. Semi. <laughs> Semi acquired that fucking taste. And beer, I still can't do it, you know? I acquired a taste for whiskey. That's fucking acquired taste. I'm not going to do fucking beer. It's so stupid to drink beer. There's so many calories. Empty calories meaning like there, there's no like nutritional value. You're just consuming fucking calories. There's no point to it. Like there, there's no vitamins. There's no... Like electrolytes, nothing. There's nothing to drink in alcohol. Like there's really nothing much to drink in whiskey either. But the, the volume that you're consuming is a lot less, and you're getting more alcohol. You can get drunk way fucking faster. Of course, I don't understand the point of drinking a fucking six pack when you can drink, you know, like four glasses of whiskey, which is like what, like. 10 ounces, you know, well, well, I guess technically six ounces of whiskey, but six to 10 ounces of whiskey for most people, how they, however they pour a glass of whiskey, I'm gonna go six to 10 ounces of whiskey. Whereas a beer, one beer, eight ounces of beer, each can, each bottle. Do the math here. 
doodle motherfucking mass of one bottle. The amount of liquid volume in one bottle, same amount in whiskey will get you fucked up as much as that six pack of alcohol. So, if not more. So, you tell me what the fuck is the point of drinking alcohol. Again, seltzers taste better, smell better, have more percentage in alcohol. Standard, like, 1% to 3% more in alcohol. Like, Happy Dad has, like, 4% alcohol. And then, I think Corona has, like, 2 or 3% alcohol. I want to say. So, I, I don't get it. I really don't fucking get it. So, where where the fuck do we go from here? You know? <laughs> where the fuck do we go from here? I don't know. I don't fucking know. So, yeah. I think that's, I think that's my fucking rant on alcohol. I don't want to rant on this shit anymore. It's, it's 4.23 in the morning. Fuck it. Fuck it. But that's all I got to say for fucking alcohol. I wanted to record episode 100 drunk. But I'm not swaying towards that. Again, reason why I'm not the biggest fan of alcohol. I don't think you... If you haven't gathered that, I'm not the biggest fucking fan of alcohol. Um, So I'm swinging more towards um, like a day in a life kind of episode. Like a vlog. Take you through my day or take you on, on an adventure, you know, take you somewhere where I haven't been before. Um, there's a state park or like a state lake or whatever the fuck it's called. Um, let me see if I can find it here. I mean, go like go on a hike or something, you know, or like take a trip somewhere like cool, like around town. I don't know. Hey, why the fuck? Oh shit. They updated the look of Google maps. That's cool. Like the roads are like dark, like actually dark. They weren't they're, they're not the fucking shitty gray they used to be. Um where the fuck is that like? Oh here it goes. It's not even far. It's like in Mansfield. Um or uh Dallas Metroplex. Um I think it's called Cedar Hill State Park. Not far. It's like fucking half an hour away from me. Um, but I think they have like a a good fucking trail there. Um, I have, I can't really tell. I can't really tell from Google Maps. But yeah, yeah, they're showing a trail here. Ah, so yeah, there's a a trail there in uh, Grand Prairie. There's um Mountain Creek Lake, or there's on the other side of town. There's um uh Lake Ray Hubbard. That's what this lake is called, right? Bro, show me the damn name of the lake. What the fuck? Bro, it's not showing me. <laughs> Bro, show me the fucking name of the lake. Lake. Right. Yeah, that's the lake, right? Okay, cool. Jesus fucking Christ. Or, yeah, go here to this fucking lake or like go to the small lake in Dallas called White Rock Lake. Or you know, go to the fucking outskirts of town somewhere, you know? Go to Waco. Go to 
In the Houston area, there's actual like state parks. So like Sam Houston National Park, a little further out from Houston, Davy Crockett National Park or Forest, sorry. Or fucking go up to Oklahoma to Chicksaw Nation and fucking go to um the uh what's it called? What is that called? Oh, the casinos. Yeah, go to the fucking casinos and fuck shit up over there. You know? I don't know. I don't know what the fuck I want to do for episode 100, but I'm thinking more towards just go somewhere in DFW and um, explore, you know? Probably just go downtown. I, I don't really go to downtown all that much. I've gone to downtown like four times that's an exaggeration but i've gone to downtown a handful of times um kind of to explore it's mainly to been to play pokemon <laughs> when there was hype there i would go with my cousins and my brothers to this little park here um main street garden park that's where i would go and we would just walk up and down main street um I've never even seen like the the giant eyeball like up close in person, like me walking in front of the the damn eyeball. It's always been me just fucking driving past it, you know. And then there's the park here. Yes, is it this fucking park? There was a park that just recently got built. I don't know if it's um Pacific Pacific Plaza, James W. Aston Park. Is it this park that just got built? I think it is. It's like a new park that they just made. I haven't even gone to see that park. I've gone to Clyde Warner Park a handful of times. It's cool. Um, I used to work next to there. So, saw it often. Yeah, even like the, uh, what's this called? Deep Ellum. Um, I've gone there a couple times. I mainly just drove through there because it was easier to to get home driving through there um but yeah there's i've been to serious pizza a couple of times sorry hey yo there's a terry's black and fucking deep Whoa, hey hold on wait a fucking minute bro there's a terry's black in dallas texas holy motherfucking shit i fucking gotta go I gotta go. I gotta fucking go. I didn't know there was one fucking here in in Dallas. I thought it was just fucking in Austin. I heard fucking Joe Rogan talk about it so many fucking times. I, th- I didn't even bother looking it up in fucking to see if there was more locations. Fuck, now I gotta go there. Not, now I got fucking hell. The Dallas Comedy Club is right next to it. Should I go there for the... Nah, I want to do something else for episode. I just want to go there, chill. I'll make it a, a thing, you know. I really should have gotten to the fair this year, but fuck it. I don't know. Um, the state fair is in Dallas, by the way. If you don't know. The Cotton Bowl. Hey, bro. Stop fucking messing up Google Maps. Jesus fucking Christ. What's it called? It's called, right? That's what's called. Yeah, the Cotton Bowl Stadium. I've never been to the stadium. But I've been to the fair once. Um, 
was I. It was cool. The coolest thing from the fair was when I first went into the. Jesus, damn! Just hit the microphone. Uh, when I first went into the fair, um, there was like some performers, like right at the entrance. Um, they were like doing like fire performance. Like they were doing like acrobats with fire. I thought that was pretty cool. And that was like super like human shit. Like it really seemed like superhuman shit. Like these guys were fucking jacked Hawaiian dudes, tan as fuck, sexy as fuck, oiled up, herb, sweaty, I guess. Hot 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 AF guys playing with fire. Uh doing stunts, you know? That shit was cool. It it was it was honestly really cool. And then the rides seemed cool. Um Something where I I want to do the slingshot, but like you know you get strapped in, fucking fucking throw you into the air, and you're tied with this fucking rubber rope or whatever. I wanted to do that, but the line was long as fuck, and it also I did the math with the tickets. This shit was expensive. It was like two hundred dollars per ride. I was like, fuck that shit, fuck fuck that. Shit. I'm not doing that. I'm not I'm not waiting in that fucking line and then paying two hundred dollars. To get thrown in the fucking air? Fuck that. I'm not gonna pay that. Who the fuck in the right mind is gonna pay that? Everybody fucking else in that fucking line, bro. Fucking. Huh? There was a lot of fucking people waiting for to do that shit. And I was like, fuck that. So, you know. What ifs? There was something else I wanted to talk to you guys about. But I don't remember what the fuck it was. I, I honestly don't remember what the fuck it was. Let's go to Twitter. See what Twitter pulls up for a conversation. I guess I can talk more about last week's topic, which was my current social life. What I just mentioned is that it sounds like I have a social life, but I don't. Um, I'm just recounting all the the parties and like gatherings from the past handful of years. I. I don't have a social life. And I mentioned this in the last episode. I don't think, I don't, I don't know if I got the message across, but I just want to emphasize what I said, or not emphasize, but clarify would probably be a better word. So, what I mentioned earlier with like alcohol consumption and how it, when I show up to the party, everybody's drunk because I show up late and then I leave pretty quickly within like an hour because everybody's drunk. Um, it's true. There's one of the reasons why I leave. Another reason why I leave is so that I can come home and, you know, get ready for bed, you know, get ready for the next day. I probably am working, but if if I also have the time, like, I'm going to work on the podcast. I'm going to work on the episode that I currently have. Like, for instance, right now, it's fucking November 21st, 2023. I've been slacking on recording, editing, and uploading episodes. Like, I just uploaded an episode uh, the 20th. So, yesterday now, for me, I guess, for me, it's technically still the same day. I haven't gone to sleep yet, but on the 20th, like, midday, I uploaded the episode. The episode was done for, like, half a week already. And I was listening to the episode, like, at night after work. But I was so fucking tired, like, I just gave up on listening to the episode. And I already did, like, the initial 
like main edit where like I trim it down to where I want it. All the long pauses, all the ums, all the things I have to say over because I fucked it up that much. I already edited all of that. Now I was just reviewing the episode, making sure there's nothing in the episode that shouldn't be in the episode. Um, but I just fucking give up on the episode. I kept falling asleep. I kept I, I just kept falling asleep. I just gave up on the on the review process, the final review process, and so I just uploaded it. And um, at night, and I was trying to think of a of a episode description, but again, again, I was so fucking tired. I just gave up on it. I was like, fuck, I'm going to sleep. I'm. I'll write this fucking shit in the morning, the afternoon for in reality, but in the morning for me, I'm just write it in the morning. And so that's what I did today, my today, but technically now, yesterday, I'm going to just write it yesterday. And so, yeah, that's what I fucking did. And so it helped. It honestly helped. I just uploaded it to um, Spotify and then um, I wrote episode description after and then I made the episode public and that helped that truly did fucking help and so now I think I'm gonna just have to you know again like how I mentioned in the beginning of the episode I'm just trying to fucking find a balance with this shit um what did I mention in this I I I scrapped like 20 minutes um before this actual recording so it might have been in that recording but if it was in this recording yeah I'm trying to find a balance with all this shit that's one of this making these episodes is um where I'm trying to find a balance, but also where I'm actively not trying to find a balance is in my social life. Like I don't give a fuck about having a big social life or having a social life kind of in general, you know. My brothers are enough, you know, my cousins every once in a while every once in a while are enough. My parents, um, co-workers that I'm friends with, it's enough. <laughs> you know, it's it's fucking enough. You know, I work enough, meaning this podcast and actual my actual job, I work enough. Like, the rest of the time that I have, I want to spend it by myself because I need to, again, I need to. I am fucking an introvert. I'm not fucking an introvert. I am a fucking introvert. Um, so I need the time by myself. You know, I need I need to be by myself so I can recover and recover my social battery. Recover in general. <laughs> you know, like I need to be alone because I'm not alone. Like, bro, I get fucking angry at everybody. Like I I fucking I get I don't know. I think I just I just fucking get grumpy with everyone. I get hostile <laughs> in a way. Like I just want to be fucking left alone, dude. Like leave me alone. I can't tell you how many times that I wake up home alone, which is the usual, or I whenever I get home and there's nobody home, like I'm legit happy. <laughs> And it's not that I don't love my family. I fucking love my family. But I don't know. Sometimes it's just the thing of like waking up 
and like being home alone, it makes me so fucking happy. And I think it's because like I can just be myself. Like I don't have to put up any filter. I don't have to um, be quiet or be a feel like I'm being a nuisance because I'm getting ready on opposite hours or like finishing my day on opposite hours than my family. Like right now, again, it's 4.43 in the morning right now. And I'm talking at this level. And I've been talking at this level for the past hour, <laughs> two hours. Like Again, I scrapped 20 minutes. So technically, I'm not an hour and 23 minutes in, which is what I'm currently viewing right now. Um, I've been recording for an hour and 40 minutes. 20 minutes again got cut, but for me right now, it's 124 at 20. That's where I was. So it's closer to an hour that I've been recording. And um, I'm talking at fucking regular volume. And so I feel like I am being a disturbance to their sleep. But also, I, I've walked into their fucking room and like, used the restroom. And then I walked out. And I wasn't even being trying to be quiet. And both of them don't wake up. So... Sometimes, like, bro, sometimes I'm fucking super light sleepers. And then other times, they're fucking heavy as fuck sleepers. And I think tonight, they might be light sleepers, unfortunately. But I've been talking long enough to where they they probably just fucking want to sleep now. <laughs> I remember, like, in high school, I was talking to this girl. And, bro, bro this girl... Is a fucking that that girl was a fucking vampire. That girl did not need any fucking sleep, bro. I would talk to her all fucking day and then all fucking night. Like we would go to sleep like around this fucking time, and then she would wake up like at seven in the morning, fucking six in the morning. She, bro, she would get like a couple hours of sleep, and then fucking get all glammed up for high school. And, and bro, I'm fucking dry. <laughs> But I'll fucking wake up late. I'll fucking go to go to school. Fuck, I'm dragging all day. And then I run into her. And she's like in a good mood. She's in a good mood. And she doesn't look like she's sleep deprived at all. And I'm like, bro, ain't no way you had a good sleep. Ain't no way I had... I, I slept like three hours, you know? Like, that's enough. Like, that's not fucking enough at all. What the fuck are you talking about? Like, how, how the fuck are you functioning? Like, we did that so often. Like, I, I, I truly don't understand how the fuck she was able to sleep, like, so little, but she was. It's like, fuck, all right, like, <laughs> all right like i don't know i don't know what the fuck else to say like fucking yeah like it's pretty incredible how little you gotta sleep but i gotta sleep a lot a lot a lot and so trying to balance this shit out it's it's getting tough man it's getting tough but again i'm actively choosing not to have a social life i'm actively Choosing to be single so that the fucking girlfriend doesn't take up time from what I'm doing here, you know? 
could I make the time? For sure. Like I was talking about the cold punch. I'm trying to make time for that, but I got to fucking invest into fucking... I got to invest the what type of cold plunge I want to do. You know, do I want to buy an ice maker? Do I want to go fucking down the street, go buy ice every day? <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't think I want to fucking do that. I think I'd rather just fucking buy an expensive fucking cooler machine that can keep the water cold itself. But yeah, I think just making time in general is um, what I'm trying to do right now. Drinking coffee four hours ago, five hours ago, closer to now, is not the best idea for sure. For sure, it's not the fucking best idea. But I don't know. Coffee sounds good. I'm like, fuck it. Let me fucking get some fucking coffee, bro. Let me get. Let me drink some fucking coffee. Oh, fucking reminds me, dude. I added fucking um, Ember Chamberlain's. Dude. Reminds me again. Emma Chamberlain uploaded for the first time in six months on YouTube. Bro, I was so fucking happy when I saw that. I'm ending the conversation about having a social life. I'm just end, I'm just happy with cap it with this. I'm choosing not to have a social life. I'm choosing not to have a girlfriend or even attempt to have a social life or attempt to even have a girlfriend, but yeah, I'm choosing to not be social. I'm choosing to be a single lonely fuck for the betterment of my career in this podcast. Like I, I truly want this podcast to be a career. And um if I'm focusing on other stuff, meaning like taking away from the production aspect of this podcast. If I had somebody doing the production, like, of course, I would dedicate more time to my friends and to um, girlfriend or whatever suitor, you could say. Yeah, of course, I would dedicate more time to that because that, that would also give me like content or like stories to talk about. You know, oh, th- this past weekend, like me and my friend, you know, went to go fuck shit up at the bars or me and my friends. You know, smoke crack for the first time together. You know, it would give me content to talk about, you know? Like, you know, my girlfriend pegged me for the first time. And I truly loved it. (laughs) I would never fucking get pegged in my life. But imagine, like, that's the the type of fucking content I, I would be talking about. Like, bro, bro, let me tell you about getting pegged. Let me tell you, but this has changed my fucking life for the better. Getting pegged. That that's the content I would have for you guys if I had an editor, if I had somebody running the production part of this podcast. But it's just me. I am the fucking entertainer. I'm the editor. I'm uploading. I'm. I'm. Well, I'm not promoting. I I should be fucking promoting, but. Uh, I'm 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 not promoting. I'm trying to fucking promote, but that fucking is now like a new like route of learning, like how to market, like how the fuck do you market? Like, I'm trying to learn, like I'm fucking out. Well, just to make a clip, it fucking took like fucking two hours, and I'm like shit. It already takes me like fucking six hours to edit each episode. 
And then it takes me the whole fucking day to record. So how the fuck am I... How how am I gonna I have time to like make these clips? Like, fuck, <laughs> I already have time to fucking take a shit. How the fuck do I have time to make these fucking clips and upload them? My thing is just gonna be like a little sh- stuff at a time, you know. Add, you know, do this little bit here and there, do that here and there, you know. I think that's the way I'm gonna have to do it, you know. I try to like do it to where like I can record a full episode in one sitting and then edit everything in one sitting, which I don't think it's the way I should be going about it. Like I should be trying to tackle a little bit at a time, a little bit at a time, and then try to do it as fast as possible, you know? But I'm also trying to have good quality out of everything. And how the fuck does when do that i don't know i don't know but anyways emma chamberlain uploaded for the first time in six months i don't know if i've mentioned emma chamberlain before in the sense that like her youtube videos fucking love her youtube videos um i started watching during covid you know because there was nothing else going on and then um she was still uploading regularly and she still had her editor um, and then, like, halfway during COVID, she started editing the, the episodes, her the episodes, well, I guess, yeah, the episodes, but the YouTube videos herself. And then the vibe was completely different. It was not the regular YouTube videos she was uploading, even though I fell in love with those regular YouTube videos. I also fell in love with the videos that she was making because they were just, like, an aesthetic vlog following her and who she is. Which is very like unique as a person, I would say. And like she's so fucking entertaining, like as a person, like just her being herself going through her day is entertaining for some reason. Like the video is slow, the conversation is slow, but. I don't know, just listening to her talk is fucking almost therapeutic, you know, and it's and it's engaging and it's calming and it's like you really feel like you're she's talking to you, like you're talking to somebody and you're like actually having a conversation. Like with other people, like it's like it's fucking show, you know? Like you they're talking to a camera, but with Emma, it feels like she's actually talking to you. Which I think it's like a huge difference that like your human conscious or your subconscious can can pick up on it, you know? Like, oh, like she seems genuine in the way she's talking where these other people don't seem genuine in the way that they're talking, you know? Like they're putting on a show whereas Emma is being herself and having an actual conversation. And I'm like, fuck, dude, like, is that, is that why I'm attracted to her episodes? Like, to her, her, not only her podcast, but, like, her YouTube videos. That's that why I fell in love with her YouTube videos. And it is, you know, I watched the newest YouTube video she just uploaded a couple of days ago. I think, like, maybe a day or two ago now. 
Um, it was it was a great fucking video. You know, I watched it through entirety, and it was fucking great. You know, it was a regular Emma Chamberlain video. Nothing much to it. You know, the the first half of the video is her just doing random stuff. And then the second half is her on a night out with her friends in her car. You know, them. I think coming back from like a dinner and then just hanging out, driving around, going to the store. And that's it. You know, and um, something about that just fucking was entertaining to me. I was. It was. Like in the middle of the night that I was watching it too. And um, I don't know. It just brought me back to watching Emma Chamberlain again. And like now I'm like, dude, I got to go on an Emma Chamberlain YouTube video binge again. Like it just brought me back to like simple but great entertainment for me. For whatever reason, you know, it's just, it's just entertaining to me. Because it is. Because it is. And then I have two of her products from Chamberlain Coffee in my cart. And then I have the Chamberlain mug. Uh, oh, what the fuck? What happened to that mug? I should still have that mug. The, the mason jar cups, like small mason jar cups. I should still have it. Dude, I lost one of the fucking straws in the fucking floor in the kitchen, bro. There's a fucking gap between the kitchen floor and um, the the counter where the floor meets the counter. There's like the tiniest little gap and the fucking straw fit in there perfectly. And I couldn't fucking get the straw anymore. <laughs> fucking the, the, the black little straw just stuck there forever. I was so fucking mad. <laughs> I was so fucking mad when I lost that damn straw. I I literally wanted to rip the fucking floor out. And I was if I if I was home alone long enough, I would have ripped the floor out. But my mom heard me struggling trying to get it out. So I was like, just fucking give up. Like it's gone. Like you're not gonna get it back until we redo the floor. And even then, like it's probably like it's gonna be like full of gunk and like glue that's holding the fucking floor together. And I'm like, well, fuck this floor, bro. Fuck the floor, <laughs> shit. I was just so fucking mad, dude. I, I, I'm still mad. I'm still fucking mad that I lost that fucking straw, bro. It's a metal straw. It was a good fucking straw. It was a good color black, too. And it had, like, Chamberlain coffee written on it in white. I'm still, I'm still fucking mad at it. I'm still fucking mad that I lost that damn straw, bro. Fuck. Dude, it reminds me fucking... I have to... Well, I don't have to, but... I want to watch Ralph Barbosa, Ralph Barbosa's special on Netflix and then I want to watch Matt Rife's special on Netflix. Matt Rife's for sure I want to watch but Ralph Barboza also want to watch because they're both hitting that tipping point where they're blowing the fuck up. Matt a little bit more than, than Ralph but they're both blowing up right now and I know that both of their specials are good you know I haven't watched or haven't seen any Clips from either special, which I love. 
you know, I I don't I want everything to be a surprise, but you know, watching like Shane Gillis' special on TikTok, like basically watching his whole fucking special on TikTok, I was like, damn, like it, it would have been way better if I saw it for the first time on Netflix. But also, also the reason why I watched it is because I saw so many fucking clips on TikTok from Shane Gillis' special. And then when I finally watched it, I was like, whoa, like it held up to the TikTok videos. Like the, the TikTok videos did do it justice. Of course, it, you know, it's a clip from the fucking, from the fucking special, but I don't know. Like I felt like it wasn't going to do it justice for some reason and, and it did, you know? So I don't know. Seemed cool. Oh, I just noticed the time. It's 5.03 in the morning. Fuck. All right. This is where I leave you guys off. I will keep fucking talking if I keep going. This is where I'm going to leave you guys off. I hope you guys enjoyed this lengthy episode. I'm off Thursday. Um, of course, it's going to be Thanksgiving, but I should have time to edit the episode um, tonight and then tomorrow night and then Thursday. I'm hoping I get it out for you guys on time, but we will see. This is a lengthy episode that I got to edit. So, again, yeah, hope you guys enjoyed this conversation. Make sure to follow the podcast so you don't miss out on any new episodes. Follow it wherever you listen to podcasts. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, rate it. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Rate the podcast on Spotify. Leave a question on Spotify. You can leave a question or a comment on Spotify on the episode page. You just click on the episode scroll down and it'll say what did you think about the episode or there will be a poll for how long should the episode be or do you want video whatever the poll asks usually it's just the Q&A question what do you want to hear about what, what did you think of the episode but yeah make sure to follow the socials my socials at the Alexis Santiago or underscore in my head too T-double-O at the end <clears throat> I'm trying to get better at uploading I always say that. I'm not really fucking trying to get better. I could give a fuck about <laughs> social media. Like, I really don't give a fuck about social media. But I am, like, with Snapchat recently, I, I was, I tried to upload a lot in a day. And it was all right. Like, it was cool. Um, But now, like, TikTok, I'm, I'm going to try to upload, like, just random videos that I see and just try to copy what somebody else is doing just to get started. Because I, I don't upload shit for TikTok. Even though I watch a lot of TikTok, I don't upload anything to TikTok. So try, try, see what I can upload. I was doing pretty good in taking photos, just every, regular everyday life, but I need to start doing that again. And um, yeah, the podcast socials are at the Diary Podcast. I don't upload anything to the Diary Podcast socials. Um, but if you do want to check out the socials, I would suggest Instagram is where I uploaded the most for the socials so yeah uh get a give it a follow hopefully you enjoy the random photos that are on there and um yeah that is gonna be it i will see you guys next thursday okay bye